welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets the essence of the automobile today. We are talking about the 2021 Ford Mustang 2.3 liter high performance edition. That's right. This is the four cylinder high performance Mustang and it is a hoot and a holler. If you want to take a look at this Mustang, check out our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're over there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Mustang in just one second. But first, we have to pay the bills. Want to go behind the scenes with editors of Auto Week, Car and Driver, and Road and Track? Become a member of the Track Club and receive six supersized issues of the new Road and Track, plus access to digital content, dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first tips on insider automotive events, both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-I-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Patrick, I'm here to talk about the 2021 Ford Mustang Mach 1 Boss Super V8. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is the 2.3 liter EcoBoost, but peeling back the curtain real fast, a long time ago, when we first started doing quick spin, a listener who I please hope you're listening. I'm not going to shout you out because I think you already did. But uh, a long time ago, like two years ago or a year ago, asked for this specific car. It is a 2.3 Mustang EcoBoost with the performance pack. And I finally got one. It only took over a year. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Well done, Wesley. If only I considered picking up the phone and talking to Ford, I could have resolved this maybe a year ago. But uh, no, I'm kidding. This, this car is in very high demand, uh, not only in press fleets, but in uh, consumers. And uh, there's a good reason for it. Well, I kind of want to get right into it. What did you think? Uh, eh, I'm just kidding. It's fantastic, right? Uh, <laughs> the, the it's it's you take the base Mustang, which you know historically uh, peeling back the curtain, the, the base Mustang is m- mid at best, right? It's not supposed to be a performance car. It's not supposed to be anything but like a fun, sporty little coupe for people to enjoy that don't necessarily care about driving, right? That's how that's how the Mustang historically has been. Now I don't say more stylish because I'm a big fan of the, the second generation Falcons, but like a, a stylized Falcon. Right. Uh, obviously over time that's <laughs> changed a little bit. Uh, yes. It's still kind of, when you see like a, a Mustang in a rental fleet or something like a drop top Mustang, it's probably going to be a base model. Historically, previously a straight six or V6, now a turbocharged four cylinder since a V6 is long gone. But going back almost 30 years, uh, Ford looked at the four-cylinder Mustang and said, yeah, we can make a sporty one. And they did with the SVO. Great car. People love it. It was controversial then. And uh, I'm assuming some fans of that car uh, made their way into Ford's Mustang program uh, and did it again. And it's it's it, the, the base Mustang four-cylinder is sporty and fun. And but this one, they threw a performance pack at it, which is mostly susp- mostly suspension stuff, and kind of made it into a track rat special, which I have nothing but good things to say about it. It's 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 phenomenal. Well, I'd love to uh, hear your uh, walk around on this. Well, I will go to that right now. Let's walk around the 2021 Ford Mustang. So the base two three Mustang, obviously, it's got the 2.3 liter inline four EcoBoost engine, right? Turbocharged. EcoBoost. I think it makes around 310. This is up to 332 in the performance uh, and the horsepower figures. But it's not just uh, extra, you know, boost pressure, a little extra uh, performance goodies. No, no, it's, it comes with a whole bevy of performance parts because, <clears throat> you know, power isn't everything, especially when you're 18 horsepower shy of the Focus RS with a similar engine. 
Uh, it comes with wheels, suspension parts, uh, brakes. It's the the whole gamut of a GT style. I think not even GT style, but a GT front splitter. Uh, aggressive looking stance, and uh, the high performance 2.3 badging, which I think is worth worth something. On the inside, this has Recaro seats and the whole kit and caboodle of fun stuff. But of course, the interior on the S550 Mustang brilliant right it's 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 a really good interior it's it's well styled it's ergonomic it's fun it's invic it's like nostalgic but better right it feels kind of like a first gen mustang maybe a second gen mustang interior but you know modern car uh it's got this car has recaros i think it's part of the high performance package i'm not quite sure to be honest with you but these recaros are awesome these are a great sporty daily driver style seats they're, they're not like race car seats obviously they're street car seats they're well bolstered they're good for after a few hours on track you might get a little tired but if you're belted in it's set up for you could, if you wanted to put a rear bar in and, and put a, uh, a harness in you could probably do that it's got holes in the seats for that but just a three-point belt I'm, I'm sure that you'll last a couple hours on track before getting too worn out uh, this is a stick which is, I think, the way to order this. Manual parking brake, cup holders. The cup holders, you know, if you actually put cups in them, kind of get in the way of the shifter, but what do you, what do you want, right? It's, it's kind of the way of the world these days. Multi-function steering wheel, just like the rest of the Ford lineup, just like the rest of the Mustang lineup. You know, works pretty well. Infotainment system, I think it's still running Sync 3, which is fine, you know, it's, it's okay. Uh, Sync 3 is more than fine. No USB C's. It's got a USB-A, which I'm a fan of because I only have USB-A stuff, but it, yeah. But uh, the interior is sharp looking. The exterior is sharp looking. The engine is a four-cylinder, and the premium on this is $6,000 over the base car, which puts it right up next to a GT. Is it worth it? Well, let's take it on a quick spin and find out. And I think I touched on the most uh, important part of this entire conversation is the dollar figure, which it, it's it's right butted up next to a, a base GT Mustang. Yeah, it sounds like it's a real uh, question because it sounds great. It sounds like a lot of fun. This thing, and we haven't even gotten to the driving part. No, we 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 can we can cut this conversation a little short and get to the driving part. But uh, I just want to say the on on the back half of that, uh, that's that's where the hot takes get even hotter uh, because it the price is the a point of discussion. That's for sure. But let's let's jump straight to that drive. Uh, is it worth it over a base GT? Well, that depends on what you're after. It doesn't have the snap, crackle, and razzmatazz of the V8 Mustang. But I think it is, This considering it has $6,000 worth of stuff thrown at it, I think it is a very sharp handling car. Uh, upgraded brakes, upgraded wheels, upgraded suspension, upgraded styling. It's... This is like... I don't, I don't know exactly what Ford is competing with this, uh, you know, because it's a little more expensive than a BRZ. It's, you know, it's one of those deals, but man, it's obviously, I think it's targeting the Camaro four-cylinder 1LE. Yeah, 330 horsepower, no problems getting up to speed. Uh, man, this thing's just so much fun. It's so sharp. It handles so well. Uh, in my opinion, the S550 Mustang's the best Mustang. I mean, sure, 
hopefully it should get better with time. That's how things work. But this is such a fantastic car. And this is like 35, kind of, right now. If you can find one, it is. It's, it's such, man, it's so, it's so much fun. Now, again, the four-cylinder versus a GT, you know, is it's one of those deals where, again, I can't trust enough. If you're searching for just a normal need to have an exhaust on a GT Mustang, it's not, it's not going to scratch that itch. But if you're a driver who wants a real driver's car with sharp handling, maybe track rat spec Mustang, and you don't want to break the bank, you don't want to spring up for the Mach 1 or anything, or GT500, heaven forbid, if you can afford that, you're not cross-shopping at this. But if, you can, if you're just looking for something that's like a track kind of focused car and you don't want to break the bank, hard to ignore this. This thing, I think on track would be so much fun. On a, on a smaller track, of course, you're not like a big high-speed track, but still 330 horsepower, this thing's not a slouch. But the steering in sport mode is nice and crisp, uh, a good weight to it. The brakes feel great. They bring you to a halt quickly. Um, progressive feel. The exhaust, I like it personally. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of snotty four-cylinders, and it has, has a good, good growl to it. But, I mean, for the money, it's 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 right up there with the GT Mustang. So, yeah, again, this is the third time I'm saying it in this little clip. You have to really consider what you want out of your Mustang or out of your pony car before laying down the money on this one. But I think if you if you do snag it, you know, you're not going to be upset with your decision. That being said, let's head back to the studio. Road and Track is now fully loaded. Subscribe today at a special intro price of only 30 bucks a year, and we'll send you every supersized collectible volume of Road and Track magazine. Learn more about the Reimagined Lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts at roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That made some nice, very nice noises for four-cylinder from what, what I heard on your recording. It sounds much better in person. It does have a really nice, if you're familiar with that, like, again, I said it's snotty, four-cylinder sound mm-hmm. like we talked about the veloster in it does that really really well man i would be so curious to like drive this back to back with a uh a gt to really see the difference because i'm sure it's like a totally different experience and i think it'd be a hard decision like it, it really depends on what you're looking for huh Listeners are probably been out of shape right now because that's basically the conversation. It's like, what do you want? Because Mustang has it has it for you. You know what I mean? If you want a base car, Ford has that. If you want uh, like a track rat special, Ford has that. If you want a base GT, Ford has that. If you want uh, an absolute track monster in the GT500, well, congratulations on your wealth. And uh, I aspire to be you. But also Ford has that for you. It's what What it comes down to is this generation of Mustang is just insane it's 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 such a diverse car so i mean squeezing out 330 horsepower is very impressive do you know what the horsepower number is on the base gt yeah the base gt (laughs) that does change things significantly uh because 330 horsepower we can all agree as as kids uh people that drive 90s cars and cars from the 2000s uh you know 300, 300 horsepower that's a lot of horsepower, right? The GT Mustang has it's at 460, which okay is a significant 
and it should be mentioned a significant increase in performance. So you you mentioned the BRZ like and a when you say the the four cylinder Camaro, um, yeah. What do you what are you thinking that yeah people are cross shopping with anything else? Yeah, that's again that's the confusing thing with this car, right? It it exists in a space that doesn't really exist, which I think that's kind of Ford's plan. That's Ford's mantra right now is serving these like white spaces or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, because. The four-cylinder 1LE Camaro, I have to check my notes, but I don't know if that exists anymore. Uh, yeah. Because it wasn't really moving. The base Challenger, that's a V6, you know, and the but the BRZ and GR86, it's significantly cheaper, right? We're talking in five or $6,000 cheaper, depending on where you're buying, or if you buy a used car, even more so. Mm-hmm. And smaller, lighter, different philosophies of attacking, you know, this. But yeah, that's what makes the, the the performance pack and everything, that's what makes this such an odd and special car that I don't think really has, you know, direct competition, which makes it odd. Yeah. Is that what you would kind of, uh, well, just to get into the, the hard-hitting question that you always ask, is is that what makes this car unique? What makes it special is that it actually is unique and special. Like, there's not really anything like it, huh? Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly right. But I, I'm not sure why that's right, because it's a space that I think should be flooded. And I think it's a space that, you know, Ford looked at and said, as we get rid of V8 engines, I'm not saying Ford's doing that. I would never say that. I'd never suggest that V8s are going away. But as we look at these lower priced options, lower priced entry level cars with four cylinder engines, smaller engines, we should probably look at giving them performance packages and kind of addressing those problems you know uh, get ahead mm-hmm. of the curve versus you know battling behind it to claw your way back well Wesley, i'm intrigued yeah and i think that's a that's that's the real purpose of this mustang is to intrigue and to excite and to drop us a five-star review on apple podcast store i'd really appreciate it uh hey but also again if you're at, if you're cruising along the lines of that apple podcast store why don't you head over to our facebook page and click that like button see that transition that's called a segue i'm really good at them uh and i know i say this at the end of every every episode and I do mean it. Without your listenership, none is possible. So thank you for listening.